0: Man, it feels good to be living, eternally i without a care in the world, just catch me coasting and dipping, catch me moving around, I love exploring this world, in and out of my town.
1: Hey, what's up guys, welcome to Dat Postmouth Podcast, where we try to make Loop the Bear and Joy the Girl jealous by interviewing only half of the Apologia Empire, Jeff the so-called <laughs> ninja last week, and Marcus the Pitbull pitman this
2: week. Are we in, are we in Empire? and gonna be. We're we're well, just
3: got we're just like being dad post milling calling it right now.
1: Well
2: mm-hmm. we're still in season one of breaking bad over here, so we still got a ways to go. It's gonna get good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you're in
1: the you're in the empire business.
2: We are in the empire business. Every Christian <laughs> is.
1: That's right. Yeah.
2: Except for pre-millennial Christians. They're kinda in the going out of business business. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Liquidation. Yeah. So, are we saying that we have the blue meth? Then is that what Postmill is? That what poor smell is? Uh,
2: yes, uh. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I said. Yes,
1: that Postmill is. I'm typing it right now. That Postmill is the blue meth.
2: They're like discernment bloggers are going to take that out of context, and they're going <laughs> to start making the case that I think all Christians should smoke meth.
4: Marcus, they think that already about you, bro. You might as well just embrace you it. You
2: have to be careful with your words.
4: Marcus, when are you going to start being careful with your words then?
2: I'm not. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I usually go with what's the most uh what's the most radical thing I could say to make this point.
2: Yo, just to be just to be fair, I used to be really abrasive on Facebook and stuff, and now I just I'm not and I used to be like really aggressive, angry Hostile discernment blogger type that used to be me and I just realized that I am as bad as the people I'm rebuking ultimately in a sense and so not that there isn't a need for rebuke there is but I just realized that we don't have to do it all the time in such a hostile tone and we can show grace because some people are wrong and other people are heretics and sometimes it's hard to confuse those two and some people are wrong for a certain amount of time So we have to be kind of cautious and taking a quote here and there from something someone said at a certain place at a certain time and making a whole basis of whether or not they're saved because they said something stupid, not always the best way to go about uh, generating blog traffic and building your ministry. And it's it's probably unbiblical too. I, I should not. say it is okay. a good way to generate blog traffic, but it's not a good way to build a ministry. Mm.
1: Right there, you go. That's true. So, Be- it's being a really good way in, in a pub has traffic. been good for me because I, I want to make sure I don't get kicked out of the pub that I'm kicking other people out of. So I, I tone <laughs> back, tone back quite a bit. Yeah, I
2: was banned from the pub a long time ago. So. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: next, next topic.
3: <laughs> I'm with you, Marcus. I got kicked out. It's cool. We call in the Wookiee, the, the Wookie, what is it, Wookie Maker? <laughs> yeah, we are here with Marcus Pittman from Apologia
4: Radio. Uh, Marcus Pittman has joined the, uh, what are we calling it, the Apologia Empire, and we are just, we're looking into the future because we believe that that's, uh, that's just the way it's going because we know that we support it and uh, we just love what you guys do, man. We, we had Jeff on last week, we have you on, uh, we made a joke earlier, but man, we would love to have the girl and the bear on as well. Uh, that'd be awesome. So uh, we're also, m- my name is John Howell. We also have Adam Moore.
5: Hello, everybody. I'm See, from New Jersey.
4: That's a voice for radio
5: right there, right? <laughs> it is. We it also is. have
4: We also have Colin Pearson. What's up, guys? I'm in SoCal. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's a good voice right there as well. And then we have Dustin Ronman, right? Is that Ronman? Rainman? Man? Ronman? Ramen Noodles? What is that? Like, how do you say your name?
1: Rainham. Rainham. I'll take whatever you got. <laughs> just i like ramen i can claim i'm part of the ramen <laughs> empire <laughs> why not i'm in i'm up in Minnesota. Minnesota.
3: Minnesota. <laughs> is it snowing already dude
1: no it's not but last year at this time early may it snowed last year so
5: yeah that's what time hop's good for
1: it, it yeah exactly it did get down to like 30 or something like that today so last night no oh. are you serious oh yeah it's 45 right now yeah My AC is still not, is not
4: keeping up.
3: I turned on the air conditioner.
4: (laughs) It was 90 degrees today. And it's not (laughs) even summer yet.
3: So, so our listeners are not aware of this because I've edited it out of every podcast. But John Howell has wanted to discuss Batman (laughs) versus Superman for like, five episodes, and we're finally going to do it with somebody who has the creds to actually carry this discussion. So, Marcus, we believe in you. I'm a Marvel
2: fan, so I don't really care. (laughs) That's... John's
3: reaction.
2: heart is crushed. <laughs> no, I... so next subject, please. <laughs> next question.
3: Well, never, never mind, John. We're throwing out segment one. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Maybe next week.
3: <laughs> no, but John, what what was your question about Batman versus Superman? Was it who would win in a fight, or
4: well, like, not remember? Well, no, this whole this whole idea that Batman's even a challenge for Superman, I think it's uh, I think it's ridiculous.
3: Well, if you're, and I, t- I think I told you this, but if you're aware of the um the actual story of. Batman versus Superman, which I'm only minutely aware because, like, Marcus, I prefer Marvel. But um, Batman actually knew on the Justice League. Batman had the weaknesses of every other Justice League member, like, on his person at all times. And so he always carried kryptonite with him. Right. So that if Superman ever decided to just, like, you know, go crazy and murder the entire planet, like, he would be able to stop him. Right.
5: How much kryptonite are we talking here?
3: Yeah. How much kryptonite enough to keep him from killing him I guess I don't really know Okay
2: I've said this on the Apologia podcast before but uh Superman is a vigilante who is not under the rule or authority of any other government official and he takes justice into his own hands whereas Batman is at least commissioned by the commissioner and therefore an agent of the state, and therefore is justified, and therefore Superman is evil and should be punished according to law.
1: Well, I think, John, was your question, which one is better, which one's more moral, which one's just, or which who would win in a fight? Well, I, I think all of that. I'm just
4: saying, I, I, I think, though, that when you look at Superman and his abilities...
3: I think, I think Batman would win in a fight because he always carries kryptonite and because he's smart.
1: Doesn't matter if he has kryptonite, he could... Fly at him at a hundred miles an hour. Stop a hundred miles away and throw a train at him and kill him.
3: Not if he had kryptonite on his person.
1: Well, how close does he have to be, be for it to affect him? He doesn't. He can. He can be a hundred miles away and still throw something at him that would kill him.
2: Hey, what's up, Ivy, man? I'm glad you're here, man. Your hey, I, the... I don't know, man. I just thought that since you were in the studio and stuff, that you could come by. What's up, guys? I got my friend Ivy here. Y'all hear that? Ivy
3: Connerly. No way.
2: Yeah, man. This is
3: a surprise. Yes.
1: Brother so, um... Ivy.
0: What's up, brother? Shalom, guys. <laughs> welcome to that post
1: mill, bro. You're welcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just bogarted my way on the post mill. Hey, that's good.
2: That's what Avi does. He's taking criminal. Dominion right there, man.
0: Yeah, that's right. It, <laughs> post mill, things got to get better. So, you know, I just got to go ahead and get better at these uh, bogarts. <laughs> <laughs> I will, at, at bogarts.
2: <laughs> Avi is actually visiting me. He's working in the studio. We're soundproofing some of the rooms and stuff in the Apologia Studios. That's it awesome. looks really awesome and amazing. And so I'm pretty excited. That's awesome,
4: man. The Empire. It's, it's Apologia Empire. Got to change the name.
2: Mm-hmm. It is ApologiaEmpire.com. Empire a com. e Dang. Now, somebody's, now I got to buy it. <laughs> Copyright.
1: Hey, I'll buy it right now real quick. Hang on.
2: <laughs> so. What were we talking about again? I Batman forgot. Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. We can move
4: on from that. It,
2: okay. I had, I had this grand
0: vision. <laughs> All right. And it's just... I, I mean... It's okay. I mean, I want to chime in a little bit. You know? Go oh, ahead. Definitely. Chime in, man. Tell him uh, about Batman. I think, I think Superman, when it comes to a fight, Superman is... You know, he smashed Batman. Any given time. Yep. See? I mean... I mean... I mean, he, he's got superpowers from another planet. You know what I mean? So... Since he's, since he's a, uh, I mean, this guy who can stop trains, trucks, with, with just his fish. I mean, come on now. And then Batman, what does you got? us uh, and Gadgets. that's all
1: you got. You guys are going to go against Ivy. Come on now, see? Co-
0: Colin is standing next
1: to that kryptonite point, though. I,
3: I saw, I saw a meme floating around on Facebook, and it was a, like, a little cartoon drawing of Batman and Superman. And, uh, Superman says to Batman, your worst enemy is a clown. And he said, your worst enemy is a rock.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but seriously, if if Superman's (laughs) up in space and he drops just an asteroid and it's just, it would just, it would, it would just crush Batman. Where do
3: most fights really start face to face? And if they're already face to face, he's at a disadvantage. Yeah, but
1: you're not, we never started with the, you're, you're presupposing that they're starting face to face. Come on now.
3: Well, do, does Superman just decide to murderate Batman from five thousand miles away? He's like, you know what? Today, I'm taking out Bruce. He's just like, oh, spoiler alert for anybody who doesn't know. What? I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Batman is Bruce Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong universe.
5: Is Batgirl. Wrong
3: universe. It's Batgirl. <laughs> oh man. So, bringing this all back to Post Mill for a sec. So if things are really getting better to be- better and better to the point where we beat our swords into plowshares, eventually Batman and Superman are irrelevant, right? It's true. Eventually they can just quit being vigilantes. So and- that's a
4: Superman. He can't quit his powers, you know? Batman can put away his gadgets, but Superman can't quit being Superman.
5: Where does Theonomy Thon fit into this? Ah. Theonomy
3: <laughs> was a- I was on a Calvinist Batman's show, and afterwards I was like, so... Am I supposed to like be a supervillain now because I'm a theonomist? or and he's like, I'll think about it and he's like, Okay, I figured it out. You should be Theonomy Thon And I'm like, Sweet, I don't even know who Thon is and I looked it up and it's Professor Zoom, which is the reverse flash. So it's like the flash but the bad guy version. Nice. And so that's my yeah, that's my handle on Twitter if nobody figured that out. But oops, spoiler alert again.
4: Thon is with us on that post mail.
3: <laughs> like I said, I'm not really that into to DC, so... Well, anyway, well, I'm satisfied. I just, I've been wanting to
4: discuss it because I don't, I don't, you know, I know Batman has beef with Superman, the new movie's coming out. I think Ben Affleck will do better than I thought he would, um, based on the trailer, but I'm still skeptical, so... Yeah. We'll see.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Do you dat post smell? You will. <laughs> you will. That meme's funny.
5: What, who is the most theonomic uh, superhero character? Ooh. If you had to pick.
2: uh, uh, Captain America's
3: close uh, because he's a Christian.
4: And he's all about that constitution. He's a libertarian.
5: Uh, A little idolatrous with all the American flag stuff, man.
3: Right. But was it with with the second Captain America movie? It was basically Captain America versus the tyrannical U.S. government? Essentially, a oh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, am I getting that sort of like? That's very true. So in that sense, you know, like maybe, maybe he is kind of the Theonomic one. Maybe I should change my Twitter handle to Theonomic Captain. That's not going to fit.
5: Captain America. Come on, man.
3: It's just a long. It's a long uh, tag.
1: So do we ask Ivy right now if we uh, can have permission to use some of his? music for our demands here we would like to uh we would like to maybe put you on that post one, maybe put you in some uh
4: like in the intro music and maybe some segments and then we would have links to your music uh but not not just a shout on the show but also on the website and and all that man if we'd be honored if uh, we could do that
0: you guys have full permission permission excuse me to use whatever song you guys see fit for the um podcast i'd be grateful
3: but if uh, if there's a particular song that you think would just, like, fit
2: really well, or... What about We Rain?
5: Can you please just write a new one for us with all of our names <laughs> interwoven? Like, a a verse for each person.
2: Um, He'll do anything if the price is right.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't approve, because all of our names are just not rap-worthy. Sorry, bro. I
0: mean, I, I could make all your names... Uh, I, I still could make all your names rhyme, though, you know.
4: I, I, I hate to do this. I hate to do this, but I am... A hip-hop artist. Oh, that's what's up. I just need to take the time to, like... I feel neglected right now, Colin. What,
3: what we could do right now is I can beatbox for a little bit and Ivy can just lay down some freestyle or whatever he wants. Wait a minute, wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. You guys have a hip-hop artist that is regularly occurring on your show and his music... His music is not on the beginning of the show?
4: The issue with, with me, orthodox... Orthodox as a solo artist, my project is currently in the works. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm recording right now, so I don't have anything I'm going to put on the oh. show yet. As Reform Ordinance, we do have tracks, but I don't. That that's Ricky Rodan who has all that. Which by the way, we should have him him on the show too to talk about that Amil. But um, and then and then the yeah. tracks I've done with Christcentric, Christcentric has that. You know what I'm saying? So I actually don't have. Anything that I've collabed with or in the group stuff, I just don't I just don't have it.
0: Did you click up with um Christcentric? Yeah. What's the name of the new album? The
4: new Christcentric
0: album? No, no, the album that you're currently working
4: on. No. Oh, the album I'm working on, the album I did I uh, was on for them. Cause I'm not I'm not doing anything with Centric right now. I did. I, I was on the, the song Already Not Yet with Christcentric. Okay. Um my project is just is just me. Yeah, Christcentric isn't involved yet. Um, I don't have them collab on anything yet. I do have Rodan and Optimus and I have uh, some local artists around here. Um, I have Sly Pittman who, who has agreed to do something as soon as I figure out where no, to put him. No relation. No relation. No, no. <laughs> you guys look very similar. <laughs> Marcus, that's not your hip hop name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what's the album about? Like, what are you guys releasing it and all that good stuff? Like, what's the title? Oh, uh, this just
4: this? me. Like, this is just a solo me. Um, so th- I've never done a solo project. So this project is going to be called, um, uh, Orthodoxy, which I, I I was just on the, so, but it's not about me. It's going to, the, the whole song is basically getting to a point about, uh, God's law, God, Christ's reign,
1: uh, his, his empire, um, in the culture, all that stuff. So. And each one of us get to be a special guest. We get to rap one verse on each different tracks, right? <laughs> I would love to have Dustin on there. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Let's do it.
3: So John, do you rap?
0: Yeah, bro. 20 years. Yep.
3: I didn't even know that. You d- you didn't
0: tell me. Man, you got that in common, man. I've been uh, rapping for uh, 20 years as well. Yeah, I man, I love your
4: stuff,
5: bro. No way. Hey, I've been listening to rap for 25 years, so.
0: <laughs> okay,
3: so then I have a question. If you guys both rap, are you down for a rap battle right now? Because I will beatbox for both Let's of you. Let's do it. I don't battle, but I'll session. This is going to sound weird to everybody, except for whoever's actually rapping.
4: Apology has a million dollar studios or something they can do
2: to put a beat on. Ha ha! Oh well, is it a million dollar studio? Let me tell you. Let me tell you how badly I wish that we had a million dollar studio. Yeah, I can promise awesome. you. Of all the things, I can promise you with full assurance and prophetic vision, is that this is not a million dollar studio. <laughs> yet. Yeah. Yet it, it's starting to look like it. Yeah, <laughs> it does look like a million dollar studio. That is for sure. It really will once the sawdust is up.
3: All right, so I will beatbox, and whoever wants to rap, just go for it. If I just keep be- end up beatboxing and nobody raps, I'm gonna feel really awkward. I didn't know so. you could
4: beatbox. Beatbox.
3: Yeah, dude. That's I just like I have so many friends that rap, but I don't do it. So I had to figure out something to do to feel cool hanging out with them.
4: All right, I'm yeah, that'd be fun, man. I'm down.
3: Are you guys ready? All right, here we
0: go. I think Morgan's gonna get this in Go
2: ahead, Marcus. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not.
0: Yeah.
2: All right, Ivy Connolly on the mic.
0: Yeah, mom, mom. Go ahead, and,
2: uh. Go. Ivy Connolly on the mic. About to something, something on a trike. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't beast now. It's kind of wild. Whatever she's up with, the child. move? Kind of How? <laughs> nah, Yeah, no, I really don't freestyle though, but I got I got some new stuff from the new album. Yeah.
2: You're really, really making me look bad <laughs> right now.
0: I'm just trying to make... Like, all the Church. times...
2: Oh, listen, I'm talking. I'm oh, talking oh, on the mic. Hold on, man. I'm talking on the mic right now, up. Ivy Connerly. Hey, man, I'm talking on the mic. I'm talking on the mic, Ivy. Move it down, brothers. All right, listen. All the times I talk about how good Christians need to be when it comes to media, that's what you spit out? Man, get off the show, man. Get off the show with that trash, man.
4: Ivy's albums and... Ivy's art is way beyond me. But freestyle is how I started. Uh, freestyle still like is my most natural medium. It takes me hours to write a 16. So so let's, yeah, I'll, I'll All freestyle.
3: Right. All right, John, it.
2: John, show Ivy
3: up. We're going to wrap up this segment with you rapping while I beatbox. Okay, John? <laughs>
4: Now, some people wonder if these hosts are real, but we're just broadcasting, not that mass appeal. That post mill is coming underneath the grasses, astonishing the masses. Theological classes we take you to. All the task and bask and sons sun's never stop until the day that I'm raising from the grave. Resurrection is more than just a hope, it's a confidence I have. So the scriptures, when I quote, the spirit spits through the scriptures it's the final authority. Understand, but my spinal never minority. I stand upon the solid rock of the ages and demonstration through the time like a tiger. run out of cages. I feel angry, devouring all the faces and all the cultures fake, and they wanna get the facelift. But really, we need the circumcision deep within and the oh the spirit and never do away my sin and theonomic. It's more than just the law. It's the spirit taken into the heart for all of y'all. Wash you with the baptism, never stopping the dropping the topics in the Florida weather of the tropics. Most MCs are small like microscopic, they teach the Gospel of Thomas, they really need to stop it. That's when I exposit the synoptic Gospels and never stop it when he pierces through my optic. God sees all things, he sees all visions, never will I stop till the fulfill the Great Commission. Satan's bound never coming to heaven and understand cause we see the yeast and never leaven. He chose more than twelve, it's perfect like seven. Never will I stop until the day that I'm leaving. Even if I'm leaving and cleaving just like Stephen when I'm martyred till the day but I'm torn and I'm wheezing and my flesh is torn and I'm bleeding but I'm proceeding and I walk across the water like the Jordan when they're receding and I am needed only one confession like the creed and I
3: see and seek out all the lessons oh, that
2: was man, awesome. oh man. <laughs> Let's
3: get good out of dude. my face obviously <laughs> we will be right back with you guys on that that post, post stay me my life directed
0: by him notices in the movie but they still want to shoot me I'm a dead man living pour my left to the oozes tell me what can they do to me already you done deal already good
4: welcome back to that post mill we've been having a lot of fun in that first segment uh we got Ivy Connolly that uh, bombarded the, po- the Postmill podcast, and we are honored to have him. We, of course, have Marcus Pittman, also with Apologia Radio in-house, and we have that, that, that Postmill crew. And we want to just kind of, on the Batman-Superman tip, get into a more serious uh, little discussion. Marcus, uh, this, this is for you. You wrote an article about the Super Bowl commercials uh, at, around the time of the Super Bowl, of course. And you pointed out something about the theme of the commercials in, in your understanding. Could you maybe kind of... It
2: was fatherhood.
4: Yeah. And, and what, what about fatherhood? Uh, what was so significant about that theme in these commercials that you concluded in your article?
2: Well, I think when you look at the Super Bowl commercials of the past year, it was all about the, the ones that stood out the most were the ones that dealt with like a true meaning of family. Uh, so there were the car commercials, there was the commercial where the dad was taking her daughter to get on the airplane to, you know, well, besides the fact she was being in the military, that's a whole another subject, but, but essentially it was about fathers. And, uh, uh, I think the, that marketing is to place in people a desire to buy something so that whatever they want that commercial or that advertisement makes them feel that if they have that product they will get that. So no no everybody in the country has you know drunken parties with Budweiser and like they everybody has that. That's easy access. Not everybody has a daddy. Right? Especially in this country, not everybody has a father, not everybody has a a, a family. And so if, if, if I get a new Ford, if I get a new Chevy, it will be like having a family that I never had. Like that's good advertising. That's good marketing. And you're, we see that everywhere. Like now, like I think that's one of the good things about our society falling as, as deep as it's falling because it only can fall so far before people realize, even unknowingly, that they're created in the image of God and they're going to d- desire that, to to be like that image more, even if they don't really realize the source. So when you see commercials and advertising and movies and television and they're all focused on a, f- a solid family, you know, that's that's a big deal. I mean, we see it with Pixar, like, Like The Incredibles was a great film and it had an intact family that loved each other. And I think we're going to see that with uh, the new film that's coming out in uh, in June, Inside Out. We we see like an intact family there, you know, the husband and the wife and the daughter sitting at the table. There's a value to that uh, that relates to people and it's like an instant emotional connection because that's... There's a genuineness to having an intact family, and I don't remember what it was, but there was some t v show where there was an intact family and the and the and the t v show is based upon an intact family, and the network responded and said, We do not want a show with an intact family because that's not what we want the homosexual we want this or we want that, we want the divorce family. that's how you create drama, you know divorce and homosexuality and adultery and affairs like that's drama and the director of the show was like no 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 no, let's let's have this story be about an intact family and it became a huge success i i forget what Seventh it was, Heaven. but it was a show with an intact family and yeah <laughs> no 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 it, it's recent it's uh, i think it's still on the air so but uh but uh you know i remember hearing that and i was like well yeah because people relate to intact families because either they have one or they don't and they want one so it's it's a very easy thing they understand
1: normalcy and what they want
2: yeah and like you know you you were talking earlier about superheroes and I think we can go back to you know all the you know the marvel stuff that I mean they're making billions and billions of dollars and it's because people want to see good win right they want to see victory over evil they want to see a, an advancement of good and morality and and those values and that's why superhero movies are so insanely profitable they're not just a little bit profitable they're insanely profitable films uh, and 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 that's because you cannot see movies and stories that have um a good outcome a lot of the time like s- some of the you know top movies last year uh that that won the awards anyway were movies that were really dark like birdman and uh what was the other one i saw nightcrawler was crazy dark and those were some of the best mo- that those were some of the best movies of the year uh but the most profitable ones were of course the superhero movies, the family movies, those that uh, relate on that level to s- wanting to see evil destroyed, and and when we see on Fox News, it's just this progression of everything is terrible, everything is awful, everything's getting worse, and th- and it's like it's like being in a desert and finding an oasis—a superhero movie in comparison, because it's like <gasps> good win. <laughs> good wins, you know, like, that's what people see, and they can cheer for that, and they can take their kids to see that, that evil was destroyed, and, you know, like, everybody in their heart of hearts is a post even dispensationalist at the end of time believe that we win, and evil is abolished, but at least we can say, no, 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 that happens now, and it's happening now, and, and so, like, we see that in the movies, and people can relate to that, and, and, like, that, that's what's happening, so... That's why, you know, s- selling fatherhood, selling parenthood, selling good, beating evil is a very profitable thing to do right now. And I will add, uh, Christians should kind of figure that out. <laughs> like we should figure that out and we should be the best at it because we understand stories of redemption, stories of victory, stories of, of destroying evil better Than anybody else in the world, and yet it's the pagans, it's the unbelievers, the the director of the Avengers two, and he was talking about um, I read a quote. He was talking about Captain America's line, where he was saying that uh, there's only one God, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't wear clothes like that or something like that. Uh, and he was he he gets hassled by atheists because he's like, why would you put that in there if you're an atheist? Why would you put that in there? And he was like, because that's who Captain America is, right? So, <laughs> so, so the, even the unbelievers are not able to twist stories in a way that that skirt the heart of the matter and the issue. And so, I'm glad that God has allowed pagans to create Marvel stories because I think they're entirely consistent with the Christian worldview. I I think. Uh, I think they're great stories to take your kids to see and uh and and they're gonna be around for a long, long time and Christians better wise up to that fact or they're gonna be broke and penniless and making God's Not Dead movies.
5: Uh, yeah. <laughs> Josh
4: Josh Whedon, by the way, is director of Age of Ultron. Yeah. Josh Whedon.
2: Yeah, he's a, he's Adam and Atheist and he was the one that yeah, he said that he got hassled because he put the uh, and I think I think too, even like even in the new one in the Age of Ultrons two, you had Ultron who was quoting all these biblical references and right? lines I was getting as it, an enemy, as an antichrist, and it's like, yeah, like I, I remember like people were talking on my Facebook about how blasphemous the movie was and I'm like, No, he's an antichrist figure. Of course he's gonna use Christian language to try and <laughs> Twist perpetuate it. his false ideology and he was destroyed at the end. So so it's like, no, like if I was going to make a Christian movie, Avengers Age of Ultron is how that's how I would do it.
3: Yeah. And ultimately, the interesting thing about Ultron for anyone who's familiar with the story is he was essentially created out of Tony Stark's insecurity and fear. And so here's this monster that comes out of his uh, failure to Hope in something greater than himself, essentially. Right. Him trying to figure out how to do everything all by himself, and it eventually erupted into, you know, a massive monster trying to destroy mankind. Hmm. Biblical themes all over the place.
1: Yeah. It, this all reminds me of uh, that quote that's always attributed to Doug Wilson, but I think it was actually Joe Rigney where he says, you know, the whole, all of scripture can be summed up in kill, get the dragon, save the girl so and it's kill
2: the dragon <laughs> save the girl yeah so it's that's, that's fine. so it's just yeah. it's in
1: never it's even even in the pagans they know they know what uh what by nature what your, our inclinations are we want to see that we, we have that hope within us that they just deny
0: by the way that movie's going to be great it's going to be a good movie too it's going to be a great great movie i think Everybody's
2: going to be shocked. Yeah, Ivy worked on that movie that with Kirk Cameron. This Was it this this winter you did? Yeah. Which one? Yeah, this winter. It's called Kill the Dragon, Save the Girl. Ooh,
3: I haven't even heard of it. Me neither. Can you tell us anything yeah. about
2: it? There's uh not a lot, but if you follow certain people on Facebook, you can see.
5: So here's the obvious question. Well, maybe it's not so obvious, but here is an obvious question on why is it that Christians are making such bad stuff? Is it a lack of faith? Is it is it some kind of judgment from God for... For not really truly believing that we are doing God's work and therefore. Everything that we're putting out is Let me answer this question.
2: No, no, no. no. I'm going to answer this question. No, no, man, let me answer the question, (laughs) Avi, man. What's wrong? I I let you be a guest on my... This is my show. I was invited on this show. (laughs) And now you're just going to (laughs) just take over. Go go ahead. Go ahead. But I ain't talking to you for the rest
0: of the night. It's all good. (laughs) See, he's lucky I didn't take his seat because I really was going to do that. Just push him out the way. But anyway... Speak. The reason is slothfulness honestly, you know, in most cases. I mean, Christians a lot of Christians, the way that we think, or the way that most think, is that as long as they have Christ in, you know, in like like the right content in their films and in their movies, etc., whatever it comes, you know, down to it far as the arts, that, that as long as they quote scripture, as long as they say Jesus Christ and whatnot, that Christians are gonna abide and that's who they're really catering it, or, or catering to, and um, that's their target audience, uh, without really having the right worldview, like, wait a minute, you know what I'm saying, we're Christians, so we have a great God, we have a great Savior, He's wonderful, He's glorious, He's beautiful, He's magnificent, etc. etc. you know, uh, we need to represent Him in such a way that, yes, if He's giving me this gift, we can't lie about it, and we're going to make sure that it is great to His glory and that takes a lot of hard work now the pagan understands this uh because they they, they're saying hey look we got families we got bills to pay and we're in competition with other people and whatnot and it's and it's their idol so that's why this stuff looks and sounds a lot better than most christians in my humble opinion
2: that was a terrible answer i was not gonna say that at all (laughs) it doesn't matter what i was gonna say Uh, because I was asked the question. Yeah, it doesn't Okay. <laughs> so what what, what what don't you understand? Are you gonna are you gonna let me answer the question? Go ahead. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I think I think a reason that the Christians make such bad movies is primarily because of eschatology. They don't believe that they can make movies that'll be successful. And uh you can actually see this, this isn't a lie, like I'm not making this up, if you follow the Left Behind Facebook page and you oh, yeah. which really is bad. left behind is the worst series of movies ever made uh hmm. ever. and books like they're awful worst book and, series and, and 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 i'm not even talking about like no see see i would even say like that the stories itself are okay i i listened to the radio drama for the left behind series when i was in college and it was amazing it was really hmm. good so the, I think I think you you can say that the stories themselves have value but they're just terrible films. <laughs> they just don't the guys who make them are awful. Uh they don't care and they always talk about the reason this movie failed is because the world hates godly movies. No, they don't. They hate your movies because they're bad. And 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 so so if your eschatology is people are just going to hate us, they're going to hate our films, they're going to hate our media, they're going to hate everything that we do, therefore we're not going to make a lot of money therefore we need money to make good films which is not true uh so if you, if that's your if that's your view you know you're you're going you're going to always make bad movies so bringing that back to what we're doing at apologia uh, me and jeff had a discussion before i came down here about media and film at the conference and and like we share a very similar view And that's that we can make good things uh, really cheaply. Uh, And like if you notice like a lot of the people that are making a lot of money on YouTube that are building empires on YouTube, they don't have million dollar budgets. Right. (laughs) They don't have elaborate, expensive uh, gear and equipment—they don't have that stuff. They just have their own little iPhone camera, and they're making millions of dollars from advertising because they're good. They're they know funny, how to tell they a story. Talent. yeah. Right, yeah. And 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 the guys that left behind, those guys do not know how to tell a story. They don't care if they tell a good story. They're out to get uh, <clears throat> Christian dollars. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so their 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 main sources. Uh, essentially uh, give us money so we can make movies that you like as opposed to uh, we're going to make good stuff support us because we're making good stuff look I'll just be really honest if Apologia makes garbage don't support Apologia Like, I don't think Jeff will mind me saying that if we are making junk don't support us because that will motivate us to make better stuff right like that capitalism is a great motivation <laughs> right like that's a great motivation hey I'm hungry why am I hungry Oh, because I'm not working hard enough I'm not talented enough I'm not skilled enough like that's what we plan on doing we plan on making great content here we we plan on feeding the Christian body with great content and and smart content and satire and we, I mean, if you guys could see the chalkboard wall that we have that's just filled with ideas and Tuesday we're having our first writing session where we're writing sketches, and like I'm going this weekend or next weekend, I'm going to start regularly going to improv comedy places around Phoenix just to soak in like sketch comedy like we're like we're gonna we're doing it here like this is a YouTube studio this is going to be a massive thing and like that's our goal and if we're bad at it we don't want your support we want to make stuff that people like we want to make stuff that we like and and hopefully we'll build an audience based around that not hey guys we are your only hope to see a good christian film because the world hates christian films and if you give us a million dollars We'll make a really terrible Christian film, but you'll feel good about it, because you supported a great Christian. F- oh, you've got to be kidding me! So instead of making films that are, you know, uh, appeal to the feel good, I, I, I feel good because I'm supporting a Christian film. Why don't you just make and supp- why don't you just support films, and media and content that's actually really good? and i think i think when that happens uh you'll see a change i mean capitalism is the, is the driving factor like people don't go and see marvel movies that are garbage right like like no like if if there's if there's a bad superhero movie or any bad movie they just don't watch it and then what happens uh uh it 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 flops in in the box office it doesn't make money and if that happens a lot M Night Shyamalan, like people don't want to support him, like people don't like. When you make a certain amount of bad movies, people don't want to support you and fund you. There's a reason why on M Night's last film, which was with Will Smith and 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 uh, uh, his son, there's a reason why in none of the advertising and none of the promotions there was no mention of M Night Shyamalan at all as the director. It's because. If people know that the they've they've given up hope that m night will do a sixth sense again and and that's because he's failed and, failed and failed and failed and failed and that's just how capitalism works you go out of business and that's okay it's a good thing for someone to go out of business and hey so, man i was
5: in an m night Shyamalan movie were you really which one the happening you could see my forehead i was an extra
2: just uh, were you really
5: <laughs> yeah it really was
2: you really were an extra in the happening
5: yeah, but you could only see like my forehead.
2: That's oh, that's nice. your forehead,
5: But I got bro? to I got to meet.
4: Oh um, man, that that's a great forehead, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> my, you <laughs> could, familiar. You can see. I
2: thought it so, looked so. Familiar. When anybody yeah. asks why are there no Christians in Hollywood, we could say, No, no, no of course there was. Adam Moore, yeah. was in the Happening,
5: and it was so, in another Mark Wahlberg movie, Invincible. You could see me in the background. I was me and Mark Wahlberg were the only two people on the screen at the time.
2: Was that M Night you mean, Invincible? No, that's that not was breakable. Invincible.
5: Okay. No, no no no. Invincible was Mark. both of them were Mark Wahlberg movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm famous. Well. Wow. <laughs> Look at that.
2: I worked for America's Got Talent. Did you? What'd you do there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was a production assistant.
3: Oh, sorry. You know. I'm not really into Pokémon, so I'm not I don't know what that is. <laughs> 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 no, those shows those shows always make a lot of money, but I hate them.
1: <laughs> I just heard American Idols done this fall. Fifteenth season praise or something like that. Praise the Lord.
2: <laughs> praise the Lord. I mean, like, I mean, you can only milk that it so far. Coma for a long time. You just got to pull the plug sometimes. Yeah, you just got to, you just got to let it die.
5: You were mentioning that M Night Shyamalan wasn't. I I didn't even realize he wasn't the the producer or the, the director of that movie. But in the previous five movies that he did after Unbreakable and uh, The Sixth Sense. He, it, that was like the the tagline for all of his movies, like oh, and my Shyamalan is the one who directed this movie, mm-hmm. and that was that was the draw, not the actors per se. And he he continually kind of got worse and worse. And he had like I really liked the Sixth Sense when it came out, and and Unbreakable was pretty decent, but everything else since then has been has been bad. Science and
4: Science is pretty good.
2: Science had Mel Gibson in it, and as a Christian, you have to support it, you have to like it, even yeah. if it's really stupid Christian. that aliens are you know allergic to water <laughs> You still have to like it cuz you're a Christian and Mel Gibson is Right.
3: Who's Mel Gibson again? <laughs> Just kidding. I Think he's like he's not he's a he's Catholic, isn't he? He's like an ant- oh, yeah, he's
4: Catholic. Yeah, he's a little bit. He's been in some trouble too, man. With some things.
3: But so he made a he made an entire movie that was like 100% second commandment violation.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <Those> Catholics. Yeah.
0: Wait. <laughs> Pray, read, dress, work, think, gosh. Fellowship, yes, church, hear, see, gosh. gosh. Everywhere, gosh. Remember, work, talk, eat, drink, sleep,
2: dream, gosh. Are there other Presbyterians on this show? I'm by a the way?
3: Presbyterian. Hey. Recently converted. Yeah. Hey, brother. I that.
2: <laughs> I'm so happy to be talking to other Presbyterians. Oh yeah. There. That's how, awesome. That's, how, that's yeah, awesome. how are you
5: how are you surviving yeah, there, man? I, know, man? I don't
2: Marcus, know, man. Marcus, we need I'm, to I'm, switch I'm, places. You know, one day at a time. One day at a time. <laughs> are you are you a Baptist at a Presbyterian church? Is that is that what you you're a Baptist at a Presbyterian church? No, I'm Presbyterian no, at a no church? worse,
4: worse. I I have been a Baptist at a Presbyterian church. He's a before. Baptist at a Baptist church. No, I'm a Baptist at.
2: Oh, now you're yeah, Presbyterian at a, at a Baptist church.
4: I, I think that's worse than being wait, a Baptist wait, wait, you, at a Presbyterian church. You
2: unreformed <laughs> church. To, to to Baptist. Well, you you unreformed to ba- being a Baptist. I was <laughs> no, I was never a Presbyterian. You were Presbyterian, and then you. Mm-mm.
4: I oh. I did, I worked Just for a Presbyterian. Ch- uh, it, it was I worked for a PCUSA church. I don't think it counts, so I'm, I'm I don't think I. Yeah.
1: No.
2: By the way, a lot of people like a lot of people have questioned why I would come to work at a Baptist church, uh, and that's because I, those differences are minor, and the King we're still building the kingdom together. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great example to Jeff and Luke that they know I'm Presbyterian, but they would still let me come and minister alongside of them, and it wouldn't be this divisive you know, major issue. And I think they should get a lot of respect and credit for that. And we joke about being Presbyterians and Baptists and stuff all the time. It's okay. Like that's fun. Yeah. I'm very, very thankful for Jeff for just his uh, biblical ecumenicism and that, In that like he Mm -hmm. would allow that uh, to take place. I think it's amazing. And, and, uh, you know, he, he could be angry discernment blogger, like, but he's not, he's very gracious and, and whatnot. So, are you allowed to be a member
1: of of the church?
2: Yeah, well even in the PCA, you can be a Baptist and become <laughs> a member. Yeah, um, I just can't I be an didn't elder. Think it was yeah, off. you can't be an elder if you're if you hold a Baptist doctrine. And 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 I would never want to be an elder of Jeff's church for those reasons, of course. And and but like we can still work together and build the kingdom together and yeah and grow and you know do all those.
0: You know what? I know this sounds confusing, but I go to a church in Temecula, California, and uh, it's called Covenant Grace. And some of the elders are Baptist, some of the elders are Presbyterian. And, you know, it, it's great because, I mean, they still minister and whatnot. And it's, some bring their babies to get baptized <laughs> or sprinkled <laughs> or just water poured down on their heads. And then, you know, uh, some are just convicted to. Just only baptize adults that make the profession, of course.
2: Man, that's crazy, man. Stop talking, Ivy. Just stop no, talking. No, 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 stop man. talking, man. That's stop the spreading the that. Man, stop, man. That's, stop, man. that's that some. Need. No, man. That's, <laughs> oh, this is good. That's, that's, that's is a, good. That's a church that don't have conviction. That's so, what that is. Well, what kind of crazy. You know, no, I'm just you, kidding.
0: Yeah, what in the world is. What in the world, man? Those are not essential. I mean, I mean they have. I mean, every elder. You know they, they stick by their <laughs> convictions, and it's just a group of of men that's like, hey, you know, we're not going to stop you from baptizing babies.
2: Well, well, like in the CREC church, in the CREC church, you can be a Presbyterian church or a Baptist church as long as you hold to a reformed creed. Yeah, yeah. And then that way right. you still get your Presbyterian security in terms of the government, mm-hmm. which I think is amazing. I agree with the, I
4: agree with the government. I th- I don't really think there's any other. Biblical, biblical option uh, for church government than than Presbyterian system.
5: So, Marcus, I was listening to the latest episode of Apologia, and as soon as I, after I heard it, I said we are going to put on our website, on our Dat Postman website, what church we're a member of so that if anybody has a problem with anything we say on the air, they can go directly to our elders. So, wait
2: a minute. Wait, let me ask you a question, okay? Adam, if I were to go to your elders because I had a problem with... The way you were acting online—if you were acting, say, like in, uh, like, like a child—and uh, I were to go to your elders, you wouldn't be mad. That—that that depends, but I mean, you—you you would let me do that, and you wouldn't think that, like, that's a problem.
5: No, because that's what the biblical model <laughs> that's is. What if you there have for, a problem right? with somebody, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's what they're there for, right? And awesome. uh, and I started thinking about like the fact that my my pastor knows he's not post mill. He's he's optimisticish, ah, uh, and he, Sorry, he's and he's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's very, uh, ki- ki- he's very, he's very kingdom focused, kingdom minded, and he's very, um, he has a high regard for God's law, but he's not theonomic, but, um, but, and he also knows I have a gun podcast. He's not a real big gun person either, but, but that's I want him to know what I'm doing because indirectly I am representing the local expression where I live, Absolutely. and so. And so, that we need to be held accountable by our elders. And I think that the whole elder thing that we were kind of just talking about is huge. And that's why I'm, I'm thankful for the Presbyterian polity because it, it really holds them in high regard. Yeah.
3: And if you think about it this way, like I wouldn't go to a church unless I trusted the pastors and elders to A, have my back when somebody's just trying to ruin my reputation, and B, call me out for being an idiot. Right. Like, I I don't want to be a part of a church if the elders aren't going to do their job. Like, that's why I'm in. That's why, you know, I go to the same church on a weekly basis because I want to be I want to have that accountability. You know, I want somebody to be able to say like, hey, Colin, what are you doing? You're an idiot.
2: Are you saying are you saying that you don't church hop? like yeah you don't go for, i don't do like that. morning service at, at one church evening service at another on every third and first week and and then fifth sundays you go to the every fifth sunday you go to the charismatic church <laughs> just to get a little holy ghost <laughs> so like you don't you know like you're actually a faithful loyal member of one single church <clears throat>
3: right yeah it's kind wow. of like a big deal mark That's do you have awesome. anybody in
2: mind yeah. there no I, I, no I actually don't i just thought that'd be kind of funny
3: yeah no i know i know like there are there are a couple churches that I've been to that are close by, and I have friends who go to churches that are close by, and on occasion, I'll go and visit with them for various reasons, but it's just visiting, and I'm coming back to what is the place where I'm regular.
1: No, I was just going to say, it reminds me of something a well, while I used to go to Piper's church for several years, and... Uh, That's all the way in Minnesota. Minnesota.
2: You went to John Piper's church?
1: I did, yeah. I went there for six did years. Did you
2: shake his hand?
1: Several times, yes. <laughs>
2: Wow. I
1: was on the worship team, so I got to be uh, in the, the room downstairs behind praying before we went up. So, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Wow. He's, he's a smart guy.
2: So you have, like, a special anointing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I sell holy water. Like, like, John, like John Piper has laid hands on you. Yes. <laughs> like, that's, like... <laughs> You have, like, the Gospel Coalition anointing right, right now. So you're like, basically you like Paul's Timothy. You have except. their blessing.
1: Well, that's one of the things I was going to say earlier when you said that you were going to be a member of um, Apology at Church because I, I don't know of a lot of Reformed Baptist churches that allow Presbyterians to be members. I When I became a Presbyterian while I was there with my wife, and uh, we actually had to leave because we couldn't be members um, oh, because wow. we had to affirm their, uh, their confession. Yeah, I
2: actually, I actually, some of my best friends actually – um helped start a church a baptist church and when they were creating uh the bylaws for the baptist church they were very specific to write them out of membership mm-hmm. and went during the meeting they were very clear that that and and they still go there they actually still attend they go every day they tithe they they're allowed to take communion uh but they're not allowed to be members which is really weird because for mm-hmm. for me i think to say uh, that uh, uh, you cannot be a member of this church because of your view of baptism is really to say uh, you are not part of the body right. because of your view of baptism. Oh, I mean, it doesn't matter how you look at it. You can sit there and say, "Oh no, you're part of the body. You just got to go to another, you know, another place." where it's like saying, you know, uh, you know, it's like, it's like it's like saying, oh, 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 yeah, you're a human. You just can't drink out of this water fountain.
1: Right. And it's, it's funny too because everyone always said with with Piper, you know, if Jonathan Edwards walked into his church or if R.C. Sproul walked into the church, he, would, he, he wouldn't he let him be. I mean, they couldn't become members of the church. Yeah.
2: Well, that's what Jeff told me. Jeff was like, there's no way I would deny membership to Greg Monson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like, how would I like, what, you can't. Monson. Yeah, it's Greg Boston. Like we know he's a brother. Like, wait, he can't he can't worship with me? No way. Right. You but know? but but then
5: by that logic, he would have to accept Andy Stanley, in the same type of if you were to go Presbyterian and not Andy Stanley. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that I'm saying. I have a problem. I have a big problem with with people accepting Baptists just because they're Baptists, but not Presbyterians, because you're gonna you're gonna bring in like lots and lots of stuff that you
2: right. Don't but isn't do. It, Andy Stanley is part of the Southern Baptist Convention, right?
5: Uh, I guess he
2: is. I, yeah, yeah. So I was probably... you have like a lot. Yeah. Well, Rick Warren is part of the Southern Baptist Convention. So yeah. So like, I mean, that goes back to our discussion on like autonomous government, right? Like, so yeah. the Southern Baptist Convention is not a presbytery, so they have no control over all the false teachers that are really within their own, you know, denomination. They don't
4: have any in their denomination, do they? Yeah, they do. Perry Noble. Perry Noble's pretty up and up,
2: right? yeah they have a lot they have a lot of people in their in their in their denomination that I don't think would make it as an elder within a Presbyterian church because just i mean just based on the way they preach is not expository yeah um, just based on that you couldn't be an elder um and so but I think too like if you were to just take a list um of all the people who uh come up in discernment blogger blogs like all those false teachers their majority of them is all baptist right yeah. like so you don't get a lot of uh crazy radical presbyterians like we have strong disagreements with Tim Keller on some things I I do uh, yeah. but but he but he's still restrained by that confession that he holds so the Westminster he's still restrained by that he can only go so far and then, uh, and also like, uh, if he goes too far, he can be removed by people outside of his church. So there's that protection for his people there too, I think. Right. And so like, I think that's why a lot of the false teachers are within autonomous Baptist churches. I, I think there's something to be said there. So
5: listen to this though. Think about all the people that have study Bibles that are named after themselves. What. What type of doctrine are they? Are they all espousing? Every single one of them is dispensationalism. You start with Schofield, you go to John MacArthur.
2: So, so what you're saying is there will never be a Gary North study Bible?
5: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh,
2: man,
5: I had somebody point that out to me. Like all the reformed, all the reformed post mill type of people.
2: But, but to be honest, Adam, like I don't have a problem with that. Because if I'm writing a, a commentary on the Bible and like I'm putting my study notes in it, I want people to know, like this is, this is my, like this is my commentary on the Bible. I
5: don't have a problem with commentaries, but it's like it's like the But the thing is, like the the the, the notes are interwoven into the text, and so it's almost as if like I'm like you're reading your Bible and me at the same time.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't have an issue with a pastor branding himself. What yeah. about Paul and Apollos that? No, I don't. I don't think so because, like, Paul was very clear that he wrote the book of Romans, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like he signed his name, and like you know, and you know, so like if a you know pastor builds a ministry, and you know, you know, I think like I think that's okay. Like, I mean, it's like now if I say I follow MacArthur, like that's where it gets weird. Like that would be weird. I follow Jeff Durbin. Like that's weird.
3: The reason I think it's helpful is that if it's called the John MacArthur Study Bible, I know what I'm going to get because I know John MacArthur. He's a famous individual. I'm aware of his positions on various things. So I know what to expect when I'm reading his commentary. Whereas if, you know, if it was actually just John MacArthur writing all of the notes and it was called something completely obscure, uh, you know, I may not be aware immediately. I may have to go to the front and read the introduction to know that it's that it's his stuff. It may not be immediately, you know, clear what I'm what I should be expecting.
5: But the point is, it's almost like Presbyterian government where there's a plurality of people who oh. who are putting in their input, and it's not just one guy's opinion. And like, like the Reformation
2: Study Bible,
5: the Reformation Study Bible has a general editor, and they have sub editors of the Old and Testaments, and then each well, to be fair, the MacArthur assigned.
2: Study Bible has, you know, Phil Johnson as an editor, and like, there's other people that edit you know MacArthur's bible besides MacArthur like it's not just MacArthur
5: I don't want to pick on him because reformed people do that enough but
4: god
2: bless Johnny Mack god bless him hey Johnny Mack was really influential in uh in in a lot of my theology and very influential. Amen, right? Yeah, for real. Preach, brother. You want? You want? You want to? You want me to tithe right now? You want to tithe right now? Okay, here you go. Here you go. Tithe. Oh, thank you, brother. That's a nice little donation right there, man. Thank you. No, he was. He was. But you know, a lot of his bad teachings also were very clear, and his bad teachings helped me to get out of those teachings too. So, you know, it goes both ways. I think. Um, but, but, but let me, let me tell, let me tell you something. I would join John MacArthur's church in a heartbeat. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like if that was the only church around, oh, like, yeah, are you yeah. kidding me? Oh man, I would be, I would be hungry to join John MacArthur's. I don't,
4: church. I don't think you could become a member.
2: Yeah. I I would lie. I would, I would be like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a Baptist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Full immersion all the way. Yeah. Drown, drown them people, man. Drown them. Drown Marcus yeah. You know, what? Uh, yeah. Marcus what, uh, is show up.
0: Marcus is
2: so uh. <laughs> Yeah. No. No. Seriously, though. I mean, cause, cause I, I think John MacArthur. I. We can, we can joke about eschatology and how dangerous dispensationalism is, cause it is dangerous. But that dude's a brother. Like, I'm sure I got some uh, theology that's crazy and whacked out too. It's not. It's not theonomy, though. All right,
1: guys. That was a good talk. Let's. uh We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk about some. uh Some. uh some meaty issues with uh, Marcus the Pitbull Pittman. Uh.
0: You know we gotta keep going. Perseverance essential In yeah. the gospel we talking about this whatever issue. Yeah, we talk it and walk it, and we hear it's endure. Yeah, the mash is in motion. Full
3: Welcome back to Dat Post Mill. Uh we are here with Marcus Pittman and Ivy Connerly, who are in studio at Apologia Studios. And um, we're actually going to talk about vegetarianism, veganism, and dat postmeal. Marcus.
2: Hey, what's up? What's up, dude? <laughs> you know what I have for lunch today? <laughs> I know what you have. <laughs> what I have for lunch, Avi? Mushroom sandwich. Amen. Praise the Lord. No
3: fluffies had to die in the making of that sandwich.
2: It does go together. <laughs> it does go together. Mushrooms
0: <laughs> on the pizza, man.
2: True dat postmeal. True that post meal is being vegetarian. So, all right. So here's the thing. First off, let me, I have to clarify this because, you know, people like to, you know, it is not a sin. It is not a sin to eat meat. So I just want to be very, very clear about that. It is not a sin to eat meat. Uh, Christians can eat meat. But I do think that there is a good theological basis for being a vegetarian in the sense of, that as being a consistent post-millennialist, God is placing death under his feet. And part of placing death under his feet is animal death. I believe that that animal death will be reduced and there will not be Chick-fil-A in heaven. There will not be in and out in heaven because that, re- that involves the death of animals. Divert- Hold on now. That is not to say <laughs> there will not be a very, very comparable Chick-fil-A tree in the new garden you know somebody might be able to make a tree that produces like a tofu sort of like chick-fil-a like this identical but no 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 no. i, I say that b- because i think as consistent post-millennialists christ is placing death under his feet and it's not a sin to eat meat but we should be a lot more cautious in in, in the, how we you know kill animals we are in the middle of a desert here in arizona it is an actual desert. There's scorpions walking around. There's cactuses. And yet I can go to the sink right now and I can have water just pouring out of the sink (laughs) in the middle of a desert. It's pumped into this place. You know, same thing with Las Vegas. It's a desert and there's water, running water and stuff. So animals made great food when you had to walk in the desert, right? When you had to walk in the desert and uh they could walk with you you did you you didn't have you weren't solitary for a long time but when we have gardens in the middle of deserts now and we've decided hey we're going to stay here i i think we can you know, we have the technology that we don't need meat um anymore like it's we don't need it uh and i don't think i don't think it's the healthiest option either as christians we should be really conscious about our health and and I think uh, this is something I've just come to the conclusion of. I have not been always conscious about my health, but I think, you know, what we put into our bodies and stuff, uh, like, I think that matters as a Christian. And now I know one, one person said the Doug Wilson line, we don't want to turn our swords into plowshares too early or else we'll be fighting the plowshares. Right. And, and that's true. Uh, which is why I'm not saying like, this is something we have to do right now. Like we have to like, you know, stop eating meat. I think we should start setting the pace. Like we should start creating, uh, uh, you know, healthier options. We should be at the forefront of this and we should be. And I I think you see it too, like especially in a lot of homeschooling families, you see a lot of people um, who are really embracing nutrition and, uh, you know, I'm staying at a house right now and all they have are like essential oils and probiotics and all this. I don't even know what this stuff is yet. Like I'm so new at this stuff but like you can see there's definitely like a health conscious thing that's happening specifically within Christian families and 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 I think uh as time goes on it's just going to go more and more and more and more and eventually I I do believe that we like meat will not be like the go-to food source anymore. But back to Doug
1: Wilson too, it wasn't long ago that he uh I don't know if he tweeted or posted it or blogged about it or something about um uh, there was like a video going around about this like pink goo that they were creating that is kind of like to replace meat. So talking about like, think about in the future in a thousand years when there's, you know, so many more people and you can get all the vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you need, but you're getting it from this pink goo. And well, everyone's like, Oh, that's so disgusting. That's so horrible. How can you think that? But he's like, no, it's, this is human progression.
2: Yeah. 500 years from now, you know, that might not be an issue, but, but I think there, I think there's something maybe in, I I would, I don't have, I, I would think there's say, there's probably something inherently unhealthy about meat, whereas if if there was something specifically healthy and and good for you about meat, there would be meat trees in the Garden of Eden, but it wasn't we were to eat off the fruit of the vine and you know it was all fruit and plants and and i think I think there's a reason for i i do think there's a reason for that, however, like I said, it is not a sin to eat meat
1: so when i did i did a sin my small group several years ago. We went through Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven, just a few chapters. And I actually tweeted him once and asked if there will be Chipotle in heaven. And he said that if that's what my heart desires in heaven, then there will be Chipotle. So are you saying that Randy Alcorn is wrong? There won't be Chipotle? Well,
2: you know, I don't know everything there is to know about like what the end like consummation will look like. But I'm pretty sure that one, like uh, we won't be in heaven uh, we'll be on the new earth, Heaven and new Earth, yeah, but I think the heaven is essentially where like the where the heavenly realm dwells, but we were never we were never created to live in heaven, we were always created uh for we were always created for the earth right right yeah, we yeah. created on the earth, we live on the earth, we'll die on the earth, we'll be resurrected on the earth and uh, and 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 so like i think i i kind of think like heaven's kind of like maybe like a holding place until the final judgment the way
3: that i think of it is that right now heaven is separate but at the consummation heaven and earth unite
2: yeah, yeah. that that that's that's probably true too it, like the uh uh I th- it reminds me of the kirk cameron line where he says like our goal is to heavenize the earth yes like like so so like i think that's uh that that's probably really true. Uh, I think, and I think we had that at the garden of Eden. And then of course, sin separated us from that. But, uh, to go, to, to go back to Randy Alcorn's line about whatever your heart desires, like you'll have, I don't think that's really true. I think in heaven or on the in the new earth, like we're going to have to work Mm -hmm. and and we're going to, we're going to, you know, labor for everything that we have, just like we have to do now. It'll just be, you know, less toil and less thorns but yeah i mean but i mean look look at what we've accomplished we're in the middle of a desert with air conditioning right <laughs> right so there's a lot less toil trust me if we were building a studio in the desert 300 years from now i uh, 300 years ago without air condition like we we wouldn't even be here we'd be like hi yeah you yeah, yeah, was crazy right. Yeah, so...
1: So so the chicken that's in the Chipotle and the New Heavens and the New Earth will be that pink goo that's not actually made out of meat.
2: No, or it could be like a Chick-fil-A tree that we've created (laughs) that's actually a vegetable that just happens to taste like Chick-fil-A.
3: Yeah, Douglas Wilson made a good point when he was talking about, um, like, GMOs. He he said that, like, people think of GMOs as, like, terrible and horrible because they're bad for you and stuff. And he said, yeah, but it's just like any other brand new technology give it a couple hundred years for us to work all the kinks out and it could literally replace all of the killing animals that we do like he and and the the yeah. um the joke that he made which i guess technically may be partially serious was that if you could have a steak that was just as juicy and delicious and more nutritious than a real steak and have it be made out of petroleum you know that would be better than having to kill a cow for it
2: what is it? what is petroleum? Is that oil? Like, what is that?
3: Petrol- yeah, it's oil, basically. The product of oil, but...
2: But isn't oil made from, like, dead animals?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Somebody made the joke that toy dinosaurs are made of plastic, which is a petroleum product, and oil is made from dead dinosaurs.
2: So toy <laughs> dinosaurs are actually made from real dinosaurs. Reincarnation.
3: Yes reincarnation <laughs> that's really uh, really creepy isn't it
2: yeah wow man i can't wait for the consummation to get rid of that well mark it's just
3: a,
4: just uh if i can ask a couple questions about about this idea um a couple things one like we see like
2: by the way did i mention that it's not a sin to eat meat? yes eat? you
4: did you mentioned that yes you did
2: okay no. all right
4: And right. in, in john in john 21 jesus ate fish after he resurrected
2: he was some fish too he did brought oh, a fish, but anyway, continue.
4: Well, actually, Ivy brought it up. Like the resurrected Lord, in in the time he spent before the ascension, uh, restores Peter and, and his disciples by cooking a breakfast of fish. Preach, brother. But, uh, well, I and I, I don't think that that this, already, now this yet. text doesn't already print, not like, yet. The, the, yeah, already not yet. But he's resurrected, and he could just have easily got. The, he had loaves already before. He could he could have loaves. He could have um, all sorts of things. It, it it's just it's, it's just so your only
2: conclusion here if we were to follow your position logically is that animal death doesn't count as actual death and therefore we could go to Tim Keller land and the view of creation you know i mean like that Death that, before that's, the that's fall, how not a problem
3: drag. anymore yeah yeah I have a really big problem with that actually mm-hmm. i think I yeah think that so, it's... i mean
2: i mean i mean you i mean you could you could say like why did Jesus not just give peter and all those people like glorified bodies right then right it's like well you know like that wasn't it wasn't time yet it wasn't time then for animal death to be to be put to an end yeah think of
3: think of this too like now we have the technology to um figure out what our body needs and where we can get that those needs from whereas back then they didn't really know so Maybe exactly. the reason that Jesus made them fish was because otherwise they wouldn't have gotten, you know, fill in the blank with whatever the, they needed. And the
2: more we learn about the body, uh the more we learn that like health is like the ant. like the reason we have so much cancer, the reason we have so much disease is is really it's just dietary. Like I really believe that like it's just dietary. And 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 and, and you know, you don't see cancer as a problem in a lot of like countries where like they have vegetable based you
4: don't see cancer as a problem in a lot of countries where they don't have processed foods. That's the, that's like the biggest cause of cancer is processed foods. So
2: so, same thing. Like, so yeah, but I think, you know, the best way to avoid processed food is just to eat it straight from the tree. Right. Like that's. Or, or (laughs) raise and kill the cow yourself. Yeah. But then you said the word kill and now you're, kind of not being post anymore <laughs> so you can just you know kind of hang with that but by the way ivy did you know that it is not a sin to eat meat it is not a <laughs> sin to kill an animal
0: i do yes i do see that in scripture okay i just want to yeah. say it one more time
2: okay it is not a sin to to eat meat and just to be clear you know?
3: too just to be clear too i love <laughs> meat i think meat is delicious but my girlfriend is vegan, and so I eat vegan food a lot because I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, will you like make yourself a sandwich and then cook me some bacon?" I'm like, "No, I'm gonna eat whatever food I'm, you guys are eating." I'm gonna, I'm gonna eating. tell
2: you something. Since since I become vegetarian, I've learned one thing: vegans they know how to cook. Yes, like they really know how to cook. Like, they have to. I had. Let me tell you. Let, let me tell you about this vegan meal I had one day. It was look. Okay, you know you take some cauliflower, right, Ivy? You listening? Oh, man, you take some cauliflower, man, you boil that, you boil that, hold on, hold on, hold on, listen, just listen, just listen, okay, you take some cauliflower, you like cauliflower, right? Okay, you boil the cauliflower, yeah, like that, you steam it, and then they put it in this coating with hot sauce, and like they turn, they're able to turn cauliflower into hot wings, it's amazing, like I was like, how did you just turn cauliflower into hot wings? They can do it. I'm telling you. And it's only gonna get better. Eventually they're gonna turn cauliflower into Chick-fil-A and people are gonna be like, What? That is Chick-fil-A cauliflower.
0: Uh, you know what? I got a little point. Now, maybe it sounds stupid, but oh well. Uh
2: <laughs> but here's the thing. I guarantee you it's gonna sound yeah. stupid, <laughs> i okay be still here's the
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. All of the all of the all of the uh the you know, the beans and the in the in the uh the peanuts, all the nuts and stuff that you guys get, you mm, know, yeah. so that way, you know, you put mm. your protein on. That's stuff. right. Was it not alive at one point in the ground, in the earth?
2: Well, uh, plants do not have the breath of life in them, so it's not That's, considered... That, 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 but that, that it's not considered actual death. Still,
0: that wasn't my. That, wasn't
3: that was a really nice try ivy but he's got a point there's a huge difference between animal death and plant death and this is like this is intuitive yeah. to what you say being. you say this
2: is going to sound stupid <laughs> that's what you said right you said that yeah you knew you knew that was stupid ivy you knew that was dumb that's okay that's okay brother we still love you we still love this brother this poor little child right here beside me man he know he know he dumb he know he dumb he can't. He can't. He can't.
0: <laughs> poor little, poor little child. I'm sorry, I, mean. I feel so. I feel so bad Y'all for you. Just right. See me in the screen. I'm sorry. Some. I just. You know, Marcus probably went to the restroom. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean,
3: it's intuitive to everybody if you think about it. Like, if you if you were to just like you know go have a picnic with your family over top a dead cow that would be like a really bad day everybody would be like this is disgusting like let's we need to get away from this corpse right whereas when you go have a picnic next to a tree stump which is a dead animal it's a dead plant right nobody nobody thinks twice about that in fact like if it's just a couple it might be kind of romantic it's intuitive that plant death is considerably different from animal death
2: yeah, and we don't, we don't, we don't have to think about it, cause uh, I love it. I place. I know John is not eating the chicken wing. You ain't in that chicken wing right in front of me. Oh man, that look good too. Man, it man, does it do, it do look good the... though. It do look Got good. You. See, sometimes, it, sometimes Got I still it. want to go back. Sometimes I still want to go back. <laughs> mm, look at that. Mm. See, that's
0: what that post meal's all about. Mm. See, the mean over there.
2: You know, I might be wrong. Just looking at that chicken wing right now, I'm like, that cannot be. That cannot be a sin.
0: That cannot be <laughs> look at the enjoyment on his face, man. Yeah, he is really oh, enjoying man. that chicken He's enjoying wing. Doing it to the glory of God. Yeah, look at
4: I'm doing this in honor of one of one of my uh heroes we had on the podcast not too long ago, Dr. Joe McDermott. Eat that meat for the kingdom, baby. Oh.
2: That brother's a meaty. Eat that
4: meat for the kingdom, baby.
2: Look, now now I'm just gonna say this right now. It is not a sin to eat meat. But when Joe McDermott eat meat, the way that man eat meat, the way that man cook meat, the way that man like be baking meat in the, in the fire. And pit, that might be sin, brother. <laughs> that might be sin because that brother, oh, that brother, man, shoot. That, that Because it's a sin. I'll tell you, it's a sin right now because he was he was not afraid to tempt a weaker brother. What I mean, just smelling that, so I was like, "Oh, brother, I'm about to lose my vegetarianism <laughs> yeah. right, right now." Like, what is that you are cooking? Can you put that on some cauliflower, please? Because that that is awesome. So I never did have any of that, but I really wish I did. He made some real good macaroni and cheese, though. Not really vegan, but it was still good, though. How's that chicken wing, John?
4: Oh, rotisserie. It's amazing, bro. It's amazing.
3: <laughs> Lemon pepper. I had vegan food for dinner, and it was also delicious. So,
1: so Colin, since your girlfriend is vegan, for you, it's don't kill the dragon, get the girl.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow, that was good. That was yes. good, man. That that joke was a long time coming. It was like that was a long time coming. Like how how like how long ago? That was like an hour ago, right? Like an I got hour excited, ago. I could use he it. He just brought that back. Yes. That (laughs) that, that's some good stuff, man. That's some good stuff. See this is why this is
3: why Dustin's on the show man He's super witty and he just like he'll wait. He'll wait for it for like an hour and then just He's patient.
2: He's patient. (laughs) That's all it takes man. That's all it takes that one joke
5: smiled, he was waiting look at my
0: I'm amazed with a beautiful canvas with a beautiful grave cats are knocking on tombstones. you can be saved it's the spirit that gives life that can be raised.
3: Marcus we would we would love to um plug our listeners with how they can get more um more of your work maybe from uh uh with what with more of what you'll be doing with apologia and then just other stuff that you do
2: yeah the, the the uh the first thing is I would like everybody to subscribe to Apologia Radio's podcast because I really don't think and I'm not just saying this because I work here I really don't think there's a podcast like Apologia Radio right like there's just not like it is like Z Morning Zoo and Christianity is crazy I mean there's I mean like I mean Jeff really is he really it it really is a radio show that can make it on uh major radio markets and uh and and, and that's going to be the plan it it will be uh we actually are looking into uh some radio stations have contacted us to air the show so you can be praying for that for sure cuz we definitely want to expand our reach um even to the outdated you know radio stations uh and so and so uh but but subscribe on iTunes at apology radio subscribe on whatever Android device you use for podcasts. And uh, that's the main thing. Uh, the other thing is, if I can just say this, uh, we're building the studio. And so uh, Jeff Durbin actually posted, it's actually on the Apology of Facebook page too. Uh, there's a link to our wish list for some video equipment that we would really like to have. Uh, and some of, it, some of it we need. Some of the stuff is stuff that would just really add production value. Um, but we, if you could go to that wish list and maybe get some of that stuff, would be awesome. Like that would be great. Like that would be a huge help to us. We'll put a link to that in the description. Um, so just like if you could just support us in that way, just you know, helping us get gear. Um, and and, and you know, uh, and and that gear comes with a 30-day money-back. Uh, your stuff is garbage, and I don't like the stuff. Apology is producing guarantee. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, no, if you give us that gear, like, it really will help us. I mean, the stuff that we're doing uh, is going to really be amazing. Like, uh, you can't see it, but just behind me is a warehouse. that's 64 feet by 24 feet. And we're building this amazing desk and this set uh, for a television show for Apology Radio. And we hope to broadcast that on some Christian networks. And it's really going to be... Uh, it's going to be amazing to have that up, and then our YouTube channel, you can subscribe to us on Apologia Studios, if you YouTube that, uh, Apologia Radio, um, you'll be able to subscribe. We have like 12,000 subscribers already, and we haven't even done anything yet, so um, that's going to explode once we start really putting up some of the sketches and stuff, and just be praying for us, like, that we can be creative with the resources, the limited resources that we have. We know we don't need, like, Millions of dollars worth of video equipment to do the stuff that we do, but we you know what we do need you know we need and uh and it's gonna be awesome like we're gonna really i think we're gonna change the world so that's the goal
1: Cool. so are you focusing one hundred percent on this or are you still doing crown right stuff gospel Spain? uh
2: well t- t- it's kind of like a collaboration because essentially uh it's a collaboration but uh this is my full time thing right now, so this is my total focus but crown rights is not dead like i still have some documentaries i'm working on i'm working on um uh the james white gary strawbridge they did a debate and we interviewed crawford and strawbridge and they gave commentary so i'm going to be making a documentary about the strawbridge james white debate um and and so th- there's other things i'm working on a uh, separate from apologia uh and I'll always, I'll always do that because I'm a filmmaker. So I'll always have films that I'm probably working on um, slowly in between times. Uh, but uh, this right now is my primary focus for sure um, in that film. But uh, but, uh, I mean, apology or this is where my heart is. Uh, I don't think people ask me about Crown Rights. I don't think Crown Rights ever ended when I came here because this is what we always wanted to do with crown rights, uh, from the moment it was started, it's like, we want to build a studio and we just want to produce content. And Jeff was the first one that was like, well, let's do it, you know? And, and uh, uh, the other venues we tried to do that, it just didn't work. It didn't fit their ministry. And then Jeff was the first one that was like, let's do it. And we did it. And God provided the resources. So, you know, God provided $30,000 so we could build this place out. And, uh, and so, you know, that's not a lot, but it's enough to, you know, take that step of faith and just start. So that's what that's what we're doing.
3: That's awesome. And Great. what about uh gospel spam? Are you guys still doing anything with that?
2: Uh, John Speed and Sh- uh, Shane Dodson, they run uh, gospel spam now. Um, I, I, I don't have time to write. I just don't. Um, But, uh, so I've essentially handed that over to them and, uh, and, and they're, they're putting up blogs every now and then there was an Avengers Age of Ultron review that was posted. And, uh, but that, that I, I, I don't have plans for gospel spam to go away. I hope to have like maybe a gospel spam podcast here in the studio sometime. And, you know, cause, cause, cause like that's something people should know. Like this studio here at Apologia Radio The hope is that it's more than just Apologia Radio, but we can create all kinds of content and shows and podcasts that are bigger. Maybe some might get bigger than Apologia Radio is. Maybe Apologia Radio will be the centerpiece for the whole time, or maybe Apologia Radio will disappear and go by the wayside and other content will be greater and bigger. We don't know. Like we don't know. We just have this place and we're just gonna make stuff and
4: so, what you're saying is that we all have to move to Arizona, is what you're saying?
2: Uh, the entire post-mill community should live either in Moscow, Idaho, <laughs> or they should live in Phoenix. I think, like, if those two places... Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Like, let's that start... That is so tempting. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it Do it. What's holding you back, man? There's a guy at our church. I asked him, I was like, oh, how'd you hear about Apology Raider? He's like, oh, man, like, I... I was like, How'd you join this church? And he's like, Oh well, you know, we were me and my wife, we were living in New Jersey and uh we came across Jeff on YouTube and like we flew out here and we liked the church, so we just moved here. I'm like You just That's moved dope. from New Jersey to come yeah, here? It's a because sign. You thought it was a good church. And I think like to, uh, most of the time, like we move for jobs. We don't move for church, but I think we should probably move for church and see where God leads us in jobs.
1: The funny thing is on Doug Wilson's church's website, there's actually a page dedicated to just speak to those people who want to move here, understand this. And it's like, you know, might not be guaranteed a job, but it's a small thought. Like there's so many people that just like pack up and move out there that they have to address it on their church website. It's
5: a huge document. It's a huge document on the website.
0: I love that place. I love that place. That place. I mean, I would move there, but I don't think for long.
2: You actually spent time with Doug Wilson. Yeah.
0: yeah. Does Doug Wilson know how to Dougie? Uh, no, but uh, he knows how to uh, he knows how to bob his head.
2: Oh, he, do, he can bob his hair. He's a hair bobber. There's a video of him singing, too. He's in it? a band, yeah. Dad yeah, band. he's in
0: a band.
4: It's hard to not like Doug Wilson. It really is. It's hard to not like doug wilson
2: believe it or not there are people that do not like doug wilson but anyway
1: idaho idaho has got snow it's got doug wilson it's got guns it's got snowmobiles it's what else do you need i mean this is perfect
3: what else do we need marcus Pittman.
2: (laughs) i'm in arizona
3: yeah we're gonna have to fix that no i'm just kidding we'll just have to bring (laughs) ida we'll just have to bring moscow to you That's what we'll do. How
2: about I go to Moscow during the summer? Oh. So, yeah. So just, like, support us, get stuff from our wish list, and, you know, just be praying for the work that we do, and, you know, that's about it. Sweet.
3: Thank you, Marcus. Yeah,
2: thanks for coming, brothers,
3: both of you. Thank you.
0: Thank you, guys, for having me, even though I wasn't invited.
4: (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs> ivy, we're, <laughs> we're gonna have to have you on again so that you can uh so that you can prepare something instead of try to freestyle ivy to be to be
4: honest there there has been talks with with Christ-centric and with uh reform ordinance about having like a hip like hip-hop crew on to talk about the state of hip-hop in that post mill so
1: uh, i definitely want to include you in that
0: oh man most definitely let me know i'm down i'm down
1: all right guys thanks for uh listening this week we had a great conversation with marcus and uh and ivy he's awesome he's able to jump on in the beginning um definitely check us out online dot postmail.com 1l uh we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on all you google employees we're on google plus we are taking over the internet so uh just 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 google get that postmail and you'll find us we're everywhere
0: Drink, sleep, drink, gospel. Wake, pray, read, dress, work, think, gospel. Press, fellowship, yes, church, hear, see, gospel. Everything, gospel. Everywhere, everywhere.